Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good afternoon or good morning whenever you've hit the play button. You weren't expecting this voice. This is Annette Beecher running the COB today on a Thursday, 16th of September. And I'm joined by Mara. I'm back. It's been a while, hasn't it? We haven't had this dynamic duo for a while. So get ready for a macro and FX heavy <laughs> session today. Exactly. Speaking of today, good lead from the US. We had a positive market all day today. What did you think at, at last? Buying on dips, do you think? Yeah, it kind of needed it, didn't it? That little pop higher. I mean, look, a lot of analysts now are calling for that proper correction, aren't they? We've got numbers like the 10% mark, uh, especially in the US where we're seeing those record highs. So it didn't need that pullback, but now it seems like traders are willing to buy it back up. It doesn't take long, does it? Because we have three bad days in a row and we get a little bit caught up in the, oh my goodness, is this the correction? And it hasn't even lasted a week. (laughs) No, exactly. I think Chris Weston from Pepperstone did some analysis earlier on in the week that he looked at the down and it had hit four down days in a row and it was kind of the perfect time to buy. So that's your kind of threshold, I think, four down days in a row. And I think getting Kyle Rodder from IG, he said it bounced off the 50-day moving average. So that got the technicians excited as well. Either way it was a good day I dare say for most portfolios we have here just to finish the market did run up to 0.6 percent every sector finished in the green so that's uh, a little bit unusual and of course I was walking out the door at 7 a.m we've done a nuclear sub deal I mean how exciting is that I know it was pretty exciting that Twitter was going off last night speculating about what the news would be at 7 a.m this morning of course we found out Biden forgot Scomo's name and it, it, <laughs> that it went down as under. Well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as you do, it worked. And of course, we, uh, everybody, especially the Prime Minister of Australia, emphasised this is not a nuclear war. This is just a nuclear powered submarine. Austel up nearly 3% just because they've had a good run with defence contracts. Yeah, pretty interesting though that they're backtracking on that French deal. I think it's, what was it worth? $2.5 billion or something. So that looks pretty ugly in that sense. Uh, But Annette, Labor force data, it was a big day for you. What it's, were your thoughts? It was a big day. We knew it was bad. We didn't know how bad it would be. Uh, the market range, you could drive the proverbial submarines through the range today. <laughs> it was like minus 300 to a small positive. Jobs fell by 146,000, pretty much split between full-time, part-time. So equally sharing the damage. But what confused everybody, particularly the bond market, was the unemployment rate actually fell 
from four six to four five. Just, Isn't it crazy? But it's it just a, it, it's a bad it's a bad time to trade these reports. Yeah, exactly. Because you look at that headline number, you think it's a good number, but actually you've got to look at the detail, right? And that's your job. Yeah, the the <laughs> the, the, the more you dug, the the uglier it got. I mean, as we all know, the un, this unemployment rate is because people deserted the market in droves. What we call the participation rate fell by nearly a full percentage point. Like that just does not happen in economist world. It, it sort of barely moves from one month to the next. And even the ABS weighed in. Normally the Stats Bureau just goes, here's your data. Your job is to analyse it. They actually came out and said 4.5% is not a sign of a strong labour market. So that's pretty unusual for them to uh, to chip in on all of that. Let's just have a quick switch to stocks because everybody loves stocks, right? And um, one of our good friends here at Osby's, Dean Fergie from Cyan Asset Management in the show notes, talking about an IPO with Zoom to you. And already the company's share price is up over 200%. Oh, it's a biggie. Some of those IPOs have crashed and burned. Let's yeah, see. <laughs> exactly. They've just got to get in, get in it for the long haul. Uh, yeah, also in the, the newsletter today, Stephen Scott from Annapurna. He's got some calls on the micro cap market at the market at the moment. He's saying it's looking pretty strong out there. A lot of momentum going on to see which stocks he favours. Yeah, I had a chat to him about one of them called Comply. I mispronounced it and called it Complee because it's two eyes. It helps with paperwork. Sounds good. <laughs> so my question was, is this finally the paperless office that we've been talking about for decades? He went, well, no, not yet, but we're getting there a very small tiptoe at a time. Speaking of everything old that's new again, Telstra has had a renaissance. I mean, I know a lot of people that were burned Telstra float one made people a lot of money not so much the subsequent uh, floats but Telstra was today's stock of the day I don't know how Carl Kapalinga and Jason McIntosh squeezed that into the hour (laughs) we do know they like to chat what did they think of today let's have a listen in what a wonderful set of uh, of bullet points that we've got out of this one, don't we? So $500 million worth of cost savings. We've got uh, predicting and forecasting, you know, significant uplifting growth to mid-single digits, mind you. That's just blowing, <laughs> knocking my socks off. But, hey, it's pretty good for Telstra given that, you know, we've had really you know, a structural decline in, in their business uh, for many, many years. So uh, it's it's like a little investing angel taking a tinkle in your Koshi. Everything they said was magic. As you say, uh, you know, the, the investors have responded very positively uh, to Telstra. I'm, I'm, I'm a happy holder at this stage. We've, we've had a buy on it for a while and we're happy to hold it. I was on with you, I think it was about a month ago now, we had Andy Penn on the same day. Yep. And we were talking all about T22 and what a, what a great success it had been. How Like that was all about how they were going to, simplify the business, simplify their product range, you know, reduce costs. Well, Andy said at that time, well, look, we've done, we've completed or we're on schedule to complete 80% of that T22 program. So now they've come out and they've got T25. So we've got a new, a new, a new plan on the, on the deck. And, uh, you know, when you're on a winning, winning thing, keep it going. And uh, so T25 is now all about building on that success and moving the company into a growth phase. I was a buy four weeks ago and uh, I'm still a buy now. The Investor Day for Telstra was a hit. Both guys like the stock, but it's already in the portfolio. So that translates to a hold. 
in broker speak, shall we say. Well, Cara, after we you know crashed and burned today, we had a really strong Kiwi GDP report and that was the uh, that was the highlight of the day, went downhill with the employment report and we're having a breather tomorrow. So how's your day looking? Uh, look, I've got Chris Conway from Marcus today. He's on the 9am on the drop. So he's got a buy, hold, sell for us. So that's always exciting. And of course, the continued story when it comes to this situation between the UK, the US and uh, here locally, we've got uh, Marcus Hillier from ASPI. He's a senior analyst there for defence. So we'll get his thoughts on the situation. Yeah, I think a lot of people in defence and industry have been calling for higher numbers. I think we spend like 1% of GDP on defence, something absolutely uh, pathetic. Actually, one thing I would like to throw in is New Zealand is a nuclear-free zone and the waters are also nuclear-free. So apparently we can't take our new toys to go visit our ANZUS neighbour. So there's a little tidbit for you today. So well. Well, we're all talked out. We're going to leave it there for today. Happy Friday to all tomorrow. Sounds good. Have a good evening. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.